1: So um, I reckon you guys are criers as well. Just just in general, like I reckon you cry at movies.
0: I reckon you cry at like sad yeah. things. I, it, What's actually fun, interesting with me is I know what makes me cry. And right. d- like in movies, what makes me cry is families coming back together. I don't know what happened in my childhood to yeah. make this happen. But if in a movie... A family member dies, or if a family member—it's usually a cry of happiness more than sadness. So sadness, I'm like whatever, because I'm such an optimist. But like <laughs> the um, yeah, when families get back together jubilantly, then I'm like, oh god, it's so beautiful. You that, know your triggers. That is that That's is so. My weird, I know my triggers too. What's god, yours? So like, well, do you have
2: do you have anything? No, I can't pinpoint triggers. There are scenes in like films and TV where I'm like, that one will get
0: to me. The it's bit, the in... bit where they jizz on the face,
2: <laughs> always yeah. gets, always gets yeah. me. Always gets me. Just so makes moving. me cry. That big bukhaki that happens. <laughs> oh <my> God! <laughs> oh. Every time
0: it's gets so me. It just makes me like cry <laughs> tears of jizz out my dick.
1: <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying. Every time you cry, <laughs> you orgasm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the name of my next book. Joel <laughs> Domit crying tears yeah. of jizz out my dick. <laughs>
1: So you don't have you don't have anything, Pete. That you just has that trigger.
2: No, I, I, I've got I cry fairly often, but I don't know what my actual triggers are, and it could be quite random. Actually, I watched SAS Who dares wins, maybe about <laughs> six months ago, and there was this guy who. Wayne, was, Wayne Bridge won. <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> oh, no,
0: I wanted AJ Adudu to win. I thought <laughs> <laughs> she was robbed, man. And I'm so angry about it.
2: Uh, and there was this guy who um, his older brother had died in Afghanistan, so he entered oh. to kind of, like, as tribute to his brother, and yeah. I was bawling, like, for about 30 minutes. Fuck, was so that is a long time. Yeah, I felt that like was quite a therapeutic, like... Yeah, it does out. feel good when you get it out. Yeah. I, I'm,
1: I'm totally with you, so I have triggers. I, I, my triggers are, like, moments of, like, passion, like, sort of uh, passion where it's... it's. Where I so I was watching Final Table on Netflix the other yeah. day, which is about all these chefs that come together and cook together. And it was the Japanese round. <laughs> and it was really hard and there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there's so much pressure in the kitchen. And this one <laughs> Canadian guy who had joined up with another American guy, he, it was, it was his moment because he had a Japanese restaurant in Canada. And what he said was there were these Japanese, you know, you get three different judges. One's a sort of famous Japanese person. Another one's a Japanese critic. Another one's a Japanese chef, right? And it's always the kind of same format. And this guy at the end was just was sitting there and you, they were judging all the things. He said, you know, the hard thing for me is the fact that I, he said, he said, I'm a, I'm a white guy. I'm a white guy who has a Japanese restaurant in Canada. And so everyone, I'm just told that I'm not good enough always. You, you know, you're not Japanese. Why would you be able to cook Japanese food? And he has this Japanese restaurant. And it was going this way, and he kept getting emotional about it. And the judges stood up and said, no, the best, the best two cooks today are, are you guys, your group. And it was this Canadian Japanese who had the Japanese restaurant. And he just... Started crying and he said, this just gives me the validation that I ever wanted, that you you like my Japanese food. And I was in tears over really? the final day. Yeah, because it was that passion and that thing like, oh my God, mm. you've actually gone and done it. And you, what you've deserved and wanted for so long, you finally get. So for me, it's that. Because I've always... I've it's always, validation. It's validation. Yeah, I think
0: that's what it is. That's so interesting, isn't it? We yeah. go into
1: our psyche that way. So you're obviously you're, you're gonna cry
0: so much on Strictly <laughs> <laughs> every week. I mean, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> I my again. mommy always told me I was a bad dancer, <laughs> <laughs> but now look at me, and my clogs on, <laughs> ready to tempt us, my way. Oh <laughs> my god, you guys are really sousing into my heart.
1: <laughs> I love the way we go southern. My mom always told me I was a bad
0: dancer. <laughs> my mom always told me I was a good dancer. <laughs> I just wanted to pet the rabbits, George. <laughs>
2: Same would it you, be if he went on strictly and suddenly put on like this Southern American oh accent? My my the entire ride. Oh
1: hell, man, what was that? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Hey, I'm just a. Old country
0: folk that's come oh. into this competition It'd be so just to do so fun. to make my mama proud. I can't wait to get home and have me a sweet libation. <laughs> sweet libation. <laughs> you to call it libation instead of a drink. They just <laughs> also,
1: you went from Forrest Gump into Mice of Men. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> drifted. You know it like when I did you did that?
0: that. I got my Vaseline glove on. <laughs> um,
1: you do? Is that Smiley Is that Smiley Oh Smiley And then who was The other person Cool she was like Rosie Mary Or something yeah, like something that Something
0: like that I mean it's the only book I've ever read it's Apart a from my e. own. Everett live off
1: Where? The fat of the land Read the, the rabbits farm, Where's the ketchup George <laughs> Hello everyone Welcome back to Part 2 of Private Bots. Still with Joel Dormit And Pete Strauss Hey boys Hey, what is up? Hey, Joe, we got to listen. We got to thank you for taking time out today because, dude, you are back to back at
0: the moment. I am back to back.
1: You have about forty different TV shows.
0: <laughs> I don't. know I why. have none. You have forty it's, that are going on. Hey, you've got Strictly Come Dancing coming up, mate. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, is maybe. that is a hefty thing in his schedule. It's a big schedule. old show right there. Um, I um, yeah, it's it's really great. I'm having a really great time. There's lots of shows happening, and um, I'm just like hopefully. By January, I don't want people to be bored of me because I feel like, but I feel like the shows are all varied enough that I feel like I think they're going to get bored
1: of you. Yeah, I think (laughs) so too. (laughs) Let Uh, me have, yeah,
0: Yeah, they're definitely going to get bored of you. That's, you know, and that's, that's why, you know, I thought I'd fill the gaps with loads of podcasts. So <laughs> if they're the not guy. watching me, me. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're listening to me. Do
1: you know what? I, I really wish I had the um, the problem with uh, overexposure or the fear of... Uh, I wish I had
0: that. That would be right. a really nice worry.
1: <laughs> you're on lots of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm on so lots of stuff. So you're going to do Made Chelsea at the same time as doing Strictly? Doing Chelsea at the same time as doing Strictly. And so is that going to be a storyline of you, like, constantly <laughs> salsing down well, the street?
1: Well, we sort of... Because, you know, we're in episode six at the moment, so I have to say things, like, in the in Chelsea. You have to say things like, oh, yeah, sorry, I've been doing loads of dancing at the moment. That's why I haven't been around as much. And that, you not allowed to say then, Strictly? Well, you can't really say Strictly. I don't think you can say Strictly at all, but you, you can allude to the fact, because obviously I am, at the time I'll be dancing, so you have to sort of... But I then but then you like go on to tangents, you know, God, it's just really tough at the moment. and I, I don't even know if I will be still in the competition oh at that time, so God. it's quite weird. If
2: someone doesn't know you're doing Strictly yeah. and just hears your excuse for being away for a while with dancing... True. I yeah. think I'm Billy, think I'm Billy Elliot yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. Billy Elliot? <laughs> yeah, 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 I should go
1: even more mental with it Yeah, go. God I'm just doing so much dancing and magic at the moment
0: <laughs> <just> you <laughs> Obviously you need to just wear sequins in Made in Chelsea and just like bring it across, <laughs> like you should just wear like body tight sequins in, just go for it, in Made in an Chelsea and just be uh, like Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. I've been dancing just all <laughs> the, the time. Hey, but I want to hear a couple of snippets. So you you got two TV shows. One, Hey Tracy. Hey Tracy, which did, did like, really great. Um, Tell me, what, so what were the funny moments in it and things like that? Oh, so it was really fun. Like It's basically a prank It's cool a prank show. phone show, and, like, it's basically, like, hearing celebrities, like, just hearing celebrities make phone calls is a funny idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just having Joey Essex, like, call a mechanic and, like, ask a, car, a question about cars or something like that and it's um it's just really fun i think it's a show uh sometimes you don't really know what a show is going to be like until it comes out and that was definitely the case with that and so we filled it with lots of different stuff and now i'm really excited about the idea of being allowed to do a second series and so i can kind of approach it and go like oh this is what this show is like i can now i really feel like i could be me on it you know and um And, uh, yeah, I think it shows, like, a nice side to. It's my first time that I've hosted a show by myself. Scary or...? Fine, actually, because I've done The Jungle. Mm. Um, It's fine because that's live, and you can't get scarier than live television. And then when you go to do a pre-record show, you're like, oh, I can say what I want, I can do what I want, I can mess it up as many times as I want, and it's fine. Like, and that's also... The confidence that you need to go into live television with, and go like, "Oh, it's fine. Mess if you mess it up. Just enjoy yourself, have fun, and just like do do the work."
1: But then, and then w- w- you then do another one called Singleton. Singleton, yeah. Singleton.
0: Singleton. With um, Emily Atack. Yep. So that's coming out real soon, and um, it's honestly so good. I really hope, like. It transfers t- to the viewers how much fun it was and so, how so, good it
1: was. What is it? But, cause I've seen the adverts where you just go, God, I'm excited with the like concept of it. Yeah. That's all I've seen literally of so any clip.
0: Literally, like it's the the best way of describing it is it's kind of Cassara Moore in Love Island, but yeah. extended over an entire month. Right. So it's um it's people who have been in relationships for a while. There was people who were like couples who have been in a relationship for like six years, four years. There was one that was like nine months. And um, they are a bit sort of jaded by it, don't fancy sort of, they're, they're sort of a bit, something's going wrong. And um, so instead of completely breaking up, they go to Singletown where it gives them a month that they can do whatever they want, go on experiences, go on dates with different people. And uh, they live in two separate apartments. And then at the end of each month, end of each week, we do like a ceremony where they can decide to stick or twist with their current partner so it's just it's honestly amazing like and and what's brilliant about it you can stick or twist with her partner's (laughs) debut yeah yeah yeah. it's so mad and uh, how do you how do you apply for these shows (laughs) (laughs) and so um yeah it's uh it's like you have couples that have been in a relationship for a long time yeah and uh, from an outsider's perspective it's so toxic it's so bad and you basically, you just let them figure out that it's a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. And you just see them kind of, you know, there's people where they have real confidence issues and you can tell that their partner, it, it, like, it's just really, it's really harming to them. Like, they're not letting them be themselves. And then they suddenly are, they're split up from them and they become this completely new person. And they go on dates and they suddenly are smiling more and their, their body language is so different. And then, like, we had a real mix. We had a mix of people who do find someone different and we have people who, like, really do find this different confidence that they never thought they had in this relationship. And then you have people that find a confidence and then they get scared and they scurry back to the relationship because that's all they know yeah. they have. And it's fascinating. I think it's a really amazing social experiment as well. I feel like it harks back to the early days of Big Brother when it was, like, genuinely felt like a really exciting social experiment. At the same time as being like because Islands. You, you, Island you were saying thing. you
1: were saying before you came in, you said, you know, you, you think you're better than Davina McCool. That's what you You were saying that I you were literally that. like yeah. people are saying I'm the new
0: Davina and I'm saying I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> better. That's what I had you say before you I don't think there. anyone will ever be better than Davina McCool. She Isn't is she so she was just honestly, so good? The loveliest human, so unbelievably ripped now as well. Yes. Ah, oh so i love it on your stag dude because she she, she, yeah, she was with a barbell oh. i i met davina mccall we had
1: to do um we had to do a uh, this tv show the other day so it's called the sarah cox show oh the
0: sarah cox yeah saturday saturday show, show thing, so, whatever, so we did yeah.
1: this and davina was on the show and davina comes in and it's Davina McCool. And I've met Davina before because I spent some Matthews when I did the jump. I went out to the jump, met her there, met her a few times on other TV stuff. She walks and I went, Hey, Davina, how are you doing? You never really remember if they're going to say, Remember you or whatever it is because it's Davina McCool. And she walks and goes, Jamie, how are you? And gives me a hug. And I was hugging her and I tried to release, right? Because you release from a hug. And she kept embracing me and <laughs> kept embracing me. And she went to me. Don't worry, I hugged people for a long time. And I went, oh, God. And it was so nice. I felt so warm and so at home. And it was so <laughs> lovely. And I was like, God, Davina, I just love you. It was just oh the God. greatest thing hugged for more than three seconds by Davina yeah. McCall.
0: That's really great. It's yeah. also nice to have the warning when, while, while you're in the embrace. Yeah, because then you can properly relax into it. <laughs> yeah, you can, like, chill. Yeah.
1: Are you, not, are you not like huggers? Are you a hugger, Joel?
0: I'm a massive hugger.
1: Dude, at night, do you hug Hannah at night all night long?
0: This is actually um, a bit of an issue because I, I, I'm not Because <laughs> you're, pissing, you all, you're pissing all the time, <laughs> time when you're embracing. When yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to hug her, but I also want to make sure that she's out of shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I really love just sleeping on my front. And I'm trying to, at the moment, to get... Like Hannah to sleep on the other side of me because at the moment I'm on the left hand side of bed, she's on the right hand side, and that's the way that it's always been. Wait, she's... wait,
1: quickly, I want to work this out. Sorry to cut you off. So when you look at the bed,
0: are you the left hand side? I left hand side. She's the right.
1: I I'm the same. It doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Is she
0: nearer the door? Um, there's actually pretty equal, but I would happily be nearer the door because her thing. That was the way it was in the old flat. Because her thing was like, I if someone comes into the flat and burgles it, you're in. You you get hit first. Yeah, right. I, I'm totally
1: with that. So, the, so it. when I so I'm dating Sophie Harbu and she she sleeps near the door, so I use her as protection She's for me. Shield. So yeah. <laughs> I use her as a Good total idea. Shield, or a, shield or a or or some sort of ball that I throw. At the take her, take her, not <laughs> yeah, me. I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, please don't attack I, me. I
0: Sleep like on my front, um, facing away from her. My head facing away. And I want to. I've, I really want to swap places, so at least on when I'm on my front, I can face towards her. I have right. to have my face, and my right hand, my right hand side of my head on the pillow. I can't do it on the left, and so I just want to swap places so I can like look at her when I sleep. Yeah, I feel like that's a romantic thing to say, and she's like, "No, this is my side. What, why are <laughs> all your voices like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, Joe, this is my babe. This is my fucking side." Oh, we're going to watch the football
2: in bed. Come on,
0: <laughs> bye. No, she's like, this is this is my, what she's used to, and I get that because that's the side that she's used to, and she can't start to sleep on the other side.
2: What about
1: you, Pete? But... Do, you, do you do you cuddle in bed?
2: Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, but actually not at the moment because it's the summer and it's just super warm.
0: Oh, it's so yeah. warm. Yeah.
1: I'm still in yeah. that. I'm still in that. I just, I just cuddle, man. I'm I'm, I'm fully and I'm embracing the entire time. Really? But, yeah, have you ever watched that movie with Nell and I? Have you ever watched with Nell and I?
0: <laughs> A while ago yeah. it 's a long time ago, yeah well one of the greatest movies there 's yeah. that
1: moment with Nell and I about two two struggling actors who believe they should be better than where they are in their situation, right? And they go to Scotland and they go to Scotland and they're in the house and someone they think breaks into the house but it turns out to be his uncle. And as they come into the room, he, with null says, go to him, to the guy that yeah. his friends are. Go to him. He wants you, not me. And I always think that was with, with Sophie, if we're lying in bed and someone breaks in, I'd be like, Sophie, they want you, not <laughs> just me. Go. Offer them. Offer yourself to them. Just go. I want to just go.
0: They Leave want to, me. They want you not my round trees fortune
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I always think okay, if, if you were <laughs> I always like to think this I don't think if I was ever like, a, like attacked or like mugged okay, I would like to think that I would somehow beat them off mm. or, or. I think about this all the time yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I would think I bought
0: a baseball bat <laughs> Okay. You? yeah I bought a baseball bat for my new house it was one of the first things I bought I was like really? I've got a house now I'm going to fucking protect this shit. Really? I bought a baseball bat and I put, I put it in my bedroom. And So you just wave at them and go, free air, yeah, free yeah.
1: space. Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't come near me, free, this is free space. If you come near me, it's your fault, you get
0: hit. <laughs> they come in and I throw them a ball. I go, come on, let's have a game. <laughs> let's go outside. Let's go outside, let's have a game, okay? they sell this like men <laughs> playing baseball. <laughs> Correction, softball. I haven't got a legal size football bat. Is
2: the bat next to your bed?
0: It's, it's like yeah it's in the corner of the room yeah
2: not close to the door
0: it's yeah well there's it's no
2: beh- scenario where they'll walk in
0: and just get the bat get the bat and then it's like, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> true maybe I need to think about the placement of the bat <laughs> I, might, I might do the same that's quite a good oh my option. god I because like of course yeah, like yeah. I've got nothing to otherwise if someone's in your house what are you going to do you would be like go away please I've got a baseball bat I'm going to stop fucking it. swing at their legs I, anyone was wants to fucking break into my house <laughs> I've got a fucking baseball bat and friends who will arrive on a truck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 23 Peckham Road don't ever stop 16
1: EF2 don't ever come there don't ever come there
0: oh I also bought a hammock shit the bet it's the best thing I've ever bought Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down
2: What
0: do you mean you, you bought, bought a hammer? Self-defense yeah,
2: time. In... <laughs> so Hannah, Hannah, get the hammer. Okay, <laughs> Hannah, get the bat.
0: i the bat, let's go. <laughs> I, be- I beat him to death and then I wrap him in the
1: hammer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <saw> <laughs> Hannah just locks herself in yeah. like a panic room with the hammer, builds her own <laughs> panic room.
0: Yeah. I've got it because I built a gym in my house, which is the best thing ever. And I then, saw you on your awesome. Instagram. It's so it's so good. And, um, and then I... Uh, and then I've... I, I, a gym, hammock, baseball bat. Those are the best things I've ever bought.
1: No, the best thing you've ever bought or the best thing you have, which honestly made me laugh more than anything on your, on your Instagram, Joel, is that you have an oven with a microwave in it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. But I lived there for like three months and didn't even realize. And, like, I've got an oven that's also... a. F- fucking microwave that is like incredible. what the f- like what well, the hell is life and what, <laughs> the hell is what life? it exists in the world and what's mad This is what i love about it it's
1: like finding out spreadable butter exists oh.
0: i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable and it's insane like it's um also shows how posh you are the fact that you <laughs> you experienced normal butter before you experienced spreadable <laughs> butter. Like, we all experienced spreadable <laughs> butter around, before. Yeah. I, uh, I love but, no, like, claims he's not
1: pot as well. They, I'm, I'm the salt of the earth. I'm one of the people, oh, you're just as pot as me.
0: I am not as pot as you, but you I am... You lived
1: in a town called, like, Wensleydale or something. No, I didn't. Although
0: oh, no, did did, my dad did have a cheese shop for 20 years. So that is, <laughs> that is... I will agree with you. That is fairly middle class. The um. So what I love about it is that Mike. You know, imagine being in an oven and then in the 70s or whenever like microwaves were invented they must have been like oh there's this is fucking new guy on the block microwaves they're, like, heating up food real quick using some sort of technology that still people don't, ex- don't know what it is. No one knows. <laughs> no one, yeah. Knows. Yeah. No no one knows. Don't
1: stand in front of it. Radiation. <laughs> Why is what? it in my house, then? Why, Why It's on my food, food, it? food.
0: I'm cooking food in it. <laughs> don't
1: put your head near it.
0: It's called a microwave. Yeah. Like, you can't cook food. <laughs> if you
1: put a hamster in there, it'll explode. What is it?
0: I assume the same guy invented that, invented Shazam. <laughs> because like, how the fuck does that work? That is like genuinely insane technology. Mm, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. The most insane technology is fax machines. How do you send a picture from one place and it arrives in another place? Comes out. That's what I still find that baffling. Yeah,
0: it's just like it's just some stuff. You just Scotch you, eggs. Some stuff you just got to leave it. Yeah. Scotch eggs
2: when the yolk's still runny. How
1: do they do that? I don't fucking
0: know, man. That's <laughs> why. It, so anyway, so <laughs> this microwave and then how have you used it? Um, so yeah, and the, this is what I love about it. It's like <laughs> ovens and microwaves. I just like in a world where everyone is so divisive, you know, there's Brexit, there's Donald Trump, there's Boris Johnson, everyone's arguing, there's politics, there's all these votes. Just so wonderful to see two, the (laughs) oven and the microwave coming together as one device. And it's just, I think it's, I think it's just a beautiful metaphor for how we should step forward in the world can you, can you can you cook a pie as well as get popcorn on the ready as well can you is that what you can do at the same you, time you can't do it at the same time so you you can use it as a microwave make sure you don't put any metal stuff in it and then you can also use it as an oven and then you can you can't use it as an oven and then immediately use it as a microwave because it's still hot. You've got to wait for it. Cool but stuff. you
1: could but you could put a jacket potato in the oven, cook that, and then to get a little bit of spice extra, just chuck it in the microwave straight above. and mm-hmm. have to take it. Oh, my God. Where do <laughs> you get these things?
0: <laughs> Siemens. Shout out to Siemens. Hashtag ad.
1: I, <laughs> I, <thought laughs> <you laughs> I thought you just shouted semen at me. Shout <laughs> <to> Siemens. <laughs>
0: Siemens. <laughs> 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 yeah. If you put semen in the microwave. <laughs> I wonder how anyone's done that. I wonder <laughs> what happens. What
1: happens? Yeah, please um, oh, Please, please write say, it. Uh, if
0: yeah. you Interesting.
1: Hey dude, um, I love that.
0: I wonder what oh, this warm semen would be a, just a horrible <laughs> smell.
1: I've a you ever put I put I put eggs in my I've done all that I put eggs in microwaves in yeah in microwaves and things i like, that and seen them explode. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah that know. was really fun.
0: I once um put a tape in the microwave uh in a, the a school. Tape. <laughs> uh, like a, like as in like a music little music tape. Yeah. And then um just watched it like explode and then f- just so many so much smoke came out of it <laughs> like i'm talking like billows of smoke you're like and it's also like where is this smoke coming it's like from a tape so much smoke came out and it was in school it was actually in this weirdly in the music suite um in the staff room and i was in there just trying to play, just putting a prank, you know, putting a tape <laughs> in my to Just play some harmless game. I thought it was going to be fun and do like a little flame or something and um, the entire school had to be evacuated and then we all <laughs> evacuated on the field. The
1: panic when that happens as well. The oh, panic God. when you I do not. something that bad is the worst. I went out
0: because I left the tape in the microwave and, I was, and my, my friend was like, my friend Craig was like, Joel, have you taken the, and I was like, shit. So I had to like sneak back in and throw it in the bin. Then went back out we ordered the thing where you stand outside in the lines, and you're all counted to make sure nobody's dead. <laughs> and then um got sent to the the head the headmaster's office, and um, and I said that it was like a spaghetti packet that I accidentally left the foil on. And um, when I this is great, I went to the headmaster's office, and when I left the headmaster's office, I realized I had a t shirt on because I was in sixth form by this point. Oh yeah, I had a t shirt on that Must said. Be, yeah. um, Viagra is for
1: pussies
0: (laughs) I did I went to the headmaster Are
1: you serious?
0: I with a t-shirt that said Viagra is for pussies
1: I know the panic what you feel at school sometimes like that microwave instance. <coughs> the worst, still to this day, one of the worst panics ever happened to me when I was in an exam. And uh, a guy called Nick, but I won't say his surname, was sitting in front of me. And he turned around and said something to me. So I was so annoyed. So I got my pen and I flicked it at him like a lamy pen and the whole cartridge just exploded <sighs> on his back. And I went, oh, oh my God. Like that, And he didn't notice me. He was sitting there. And it looked like I just chucked a paint bomb in his back. And the teacher was just coming down looking. I was like, oh, I'm going to be busted." He has this huge paint thing. His back. Fuck. Yeah, it wasn't caught though,
0: was I? you weren't caught yeah it wasn't me nice. just denied oh, man. it man what was your school like what was your school life like like was it like what school did you go to
1: Summerfield's school for boys from 8 to 14 and then Radley College from
0: 14 to 21 so what ha- what happens like what do you think uh, a difference is made in your life being split up from girls in your school oh you
1: see this is what we discovered oh, do you know the only thing not the only thing I think there's a, there's disadvantages and advantages of going to like a boarding school or, or, or sort of privately educated school but for me the sort of I suppose being split up from girls and things like that what uh, all boys boarding school taught me was uh, inner confidence that I I could stand up in front of the school and give a speech, or I could go and learn a musical instrument and do it in front of the school. That's the thing that it taught me. So I I don't... Because you're not embarrassed You're not embarrassed. Yeah, you're not embarrassed. So you just go and just do it. I think when you have girls and things like that, you're focusing so much on what does that girl think, or girls are thinking, what does that guy think, and you're just with your mates... You just do anything, so you just get confidence. Just
0: it means that you get do. confidence to give a good hand job yeah, to a friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the and name? well, do you get good at wanking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew all the tricks. That must be like a thing. You just must. I mean, I, we obviously talked about it, but there was women around so you kind of were like oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. you were just yeah. inse-
1: make you even we at school we weren't really that insecure yeah. but I think if you if you go to co-ed schools you become quite insecure because true, what am I going to look like this yeah. morning or girls are worrying do I need to put my makeup on there's that it's guy true. Thing. we just can give a shit we woke up every morning it was like whatever and that's what it gave us. You. So you weren't insecure on a daily it's basis true you were only really insecure yeah. when you went to parties and things like that and that's why I think there's a lot of you know, kids nowadays are deep, you know, I was deeply insecure, right? But there's loads of kids who are really insecure because it's the pressures of like social media and being in the same school and, and seeing this person having gone on a date with this person on social media. So then they know it. And, you know, it's all these
0: things. It's, it's bu- do you think bullying is worse or better? Because everyone's uh, I th- boys. Uh, I don't. Still obviously happens, I assume.
1: Apparently, weirdly, apparently crime rate is like going down. I think bullying and stuff is going down because...
0: Crime rate? Yeah. You have a crime rate <laughs> What's happening in school? In What's happening what? in yeah. It's like there's less burglary happening in the school. <laughs> yeah.
1: But apparently it is because more kids are staying aside playing Fortnite. And so yes. that's what kids are doing. They're right. now just play their gaming all the time. Yeah. You know, my brother is at Bradley, and he, there's, you know, 15, 16 people in his house. He says, you know, 80% of the kids are just playing Fortnite all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. So social skills are going out the window. Yeah. But at least bullying crime rate is on the down. So that's about it.
0: Yes. Now you just bully people online by <laughs> like shooting them in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just bizarre. All these games should happen. Hey, Aunt Joel. Um, What's up? Before we. Uh, finish this lovely podcast. Mm. Um, just congrats, man! Thanks, dude. So nice of you. So, are you, you, how, how do you have time to do stand up and things like that?
0: Um, I try and still make sure you've got to do it. You've just got. To, it would be so easy for me at this point to stop stand up, and firstly, I don't want to do that because I really love it. It gives me confidence. Speaking of insecurity, like TV is so easy to like feel insecure and be like have I done this right because everyone tells you that it's great all the time yeah. and even though you're like I think that was really shit people would be like that was so great that was... and so like it's stand up is great because you go out you know when it's shit you know when it's good and just gives me confidence to do other things and I just love writing I love writing new shows the, the new show I'm writing has really been so fun and um, I got on tour in March again which I think is going to be announced soon and um, yeah, I just think it's a really good thing to keep your uh, keep your toe in because it's like that's what got me to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's I think it's rude to get to this point and then drop the thing that got you to you got you to that point. You know,
1: I can I can agree with more. I, I we went I went up to Scotland to do the Bernardo's gig and I I MC'd this entire night. So there was ten different comedians and I MC'd the whole thing. Right. And wow, was it, it was a tricky old experience. Because I did my first gig at the comedy club, right? with With me, yeah. With I was you, there, yeah. Which, was, which was fine. Because it was, a, you know, the crowd's a London crowd. They kind of know who I am, blah, 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 all those kind of things. I went and did one up in Edinburgh, and it was a much older crowd. And it was a very big room. And it was fine. But there were some times when I would say a joke, and there would be no laugh. And wow, you hear the silence. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hear that <laughs> silence. And I was like,
0: oh, my fucking God. It's so great. I Also, what I really love is that, like the difference, it says so much the difference between you and Francis, like in the way that you both have approached stand-up. Like it's so good. (laughs) Like Francis has done it like secretly under the radar, been working every night, been going out, sort of forging his talent and doing his thing. Not (laughs) me. Jamie Lag just goes out one night. Comedy store. Bye. Just <laughs> put it on Instagram. I'm a comedian, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's your boy Jamie.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: back. But
1: Jesus Christ, and the best thing. So I went and saw Reese James. I went and saw. His He's dad. great. Yeah, dude, I love that guy. And hey, Reese, you'll probably be listening. You may not be, but if you are, love the show. You know, I did. Um, but I, Rhys, was one of the comedians that I had to intro. And uh, what you do is you have a two minute little sort of speck or a little <coughs> stand up bit in between each comedian. And I was really, you know, when you go and do one of those things, I prepared my first 10-minute slot, did not prepare anything else, so I had no material. So I was like, well, this is gonna be tricky. So there's only so many times you go, You're right to the audience, yeah. how you doing? And so in <laughs> Reese had made a joke in his show, basically saying that he has no surname. It's Reese James. It's just the same name, there's no surname. So I just repeated his joke <laughs> on <constantly laughs> before he before came, out. came out. Yeah. And I looked at him and went. Ha ha! <laughs> and he's like, what? you taken my joke from my show.
0: That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know <God. laughs> so you're playing mind games with play in
0: your face Reese. Ha haha Reese. I gotta laugh it's great I love stand up so much it's yeah, just dude, like you, you're,
1: you're super talented I just have huge respect for any comedians out there who go and do it week in week out it's unbelievable Thanks, and it's man. just it's just the you know I've done it twice you know that's all I've ever done but second time compared to the first second time was fine but you know when the crowd is definitely not on your side wow it's tricking you have to keep pushing
0: yeah, oh, it's it's my favorite thing in the world. I l- I love it when an audience doesn't like you, it. like it's really <laughs> it's really fun because it's just like makes you go like, okay, I've got to figure this out. It's like I've got to, and it makes you sort of makes you realize how it makes you realize the holes in your set and makes you realize the holes in your personality and and like. Because like you, if you had nice shows all the time, it's so easy to have good shows all the time. I know clubs in town which are the easiest clubs. Sure, you can just go there, smash it every time, come away with bags of confidence. It's so, and that's really important. For, and for certain aspects, it's really important because you can like go like, oh, this is great. It's good for confidence and good for the material to keep building it. But then like, it's also so important to just go to like a really weird club in Luton and like see whether they like it and they will tell you it's shit and it's so important because otherwise you just you just have a flabby show of like that's i i've had it recently where i've built up this show i've got about an hour and hour and 20 of stuff which i'm really enjoying stories are all way too long and like uh, there's like yeah, and it's really fun. I'm really enjoying telling it to, like, London audiences and then you go out of town and people are like, "That's this story's too long.
2: Really? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, like, a problem super famous comedians have that, like, if everyone recognises them everywhere, they don't know if their jokes work because everyone loves it constantly.
0: Yeah, I think it's... Really, it, is that what happens sometimes? Well, yeah, it's... That self-confidence, it
2: that, that kind of
1: uh, self-loathing like then would become great because you just go, well, I'm not good enough. They're just liking me because they know who I am rather than actually liking me for my talent. That yeah. would just be... Yeah, yeah. It becomes
0: hard. I'm definitely not at that point yet, but it's... Um, but yeah, people, what I'm trying to say is people still think I'm shit.
1: <laughs> hey, Bradley, is listen, yeah, as coming from a fan of yours, don't ever stop. Thanks, man. There you go, baby. Hey, listen, also go and uh, listen to Teenage Mixtape. It's a Teenage Mixtape
0: podcast. It's really great fun.
1: It is. It's a great format. You basically pick out uh, their favorite songs from teenage years and you play them and they have fun.
0: Yeah, just loads of music involved. And we do lots of, lots of singing. And, uh, lots of singing. Lots of singing. <laughs> and we um, we have an absolutely great time. We talk we talk a lot about wet dreams.
2: Comes up a lot, doesn't comes it? Comes a yeah. lot about wet dreams. Yeah. And Natalie Imbruglia.
0: Natalie Imbruglia comes up a lot. I'm like a bird. No, oh, that's um, Nelly Furtado. Nelly, Nelly oh. Furtado. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Hey,
1: um, thanks for coming on the podcast, man.
0: I love you so much, Jamie Lang. I love you too, buddy. I, um... I think you're a great guy. I'm so excited about Strictly.
1: Oh, you better watch it.
0: I'm so excited. It's I really know wicked. Chris Ramsey really well as well. And I'm so excited about the lineup. I think it's really good. And it's really, I really want you to excel. I'm really oh, excited God. about seeing you on it. I think oh, you're perfect God. for it.
1: Oh, dude, you're a G. Hey, thanks so much. Hey, listen, and congrats to you and everything. Thanks, for brother. Just kidding. Hey, Pete Strauss, you <laughs> engaged, buddy. Grousey! Ew. Grousey! Grousey, here we go. Hey, Grousey. listen. What we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Straight to you, Joel Dalman.
0: Oh, what? Oh, what? Just anything <laughs> inspirational. have done this podcast I've before. I've done it before. And I've, li- I've listened to it as well. And it still comes as a, as a, as a, as a, a shock. shock. Um, hey, guys. Um, oh, I wish I could remember the, the, the thing that you said earlier that was really good.
2: Oh, about exercise. I wish I could remember that thing.
0: Uh, <laughs> I wish I could remember as well. We were like, it was such a good... Uh, maybe something, something like, about mic waves. It was, yeah. Hey, hey, guys, remember. Remember. Sometimes sometimes you may be you may be angry about what other people think and and you just and you may think, oh I don't like I don't like other people. I can't get on with that person. Whenever you feel like you can't get on with someone, just remember you can now get a microwave <laughs> that's inside an oven. And if those two can get along, so can you. Peace out.
1: (laughs) Guess Joe Dolan. See you next week, everybody. Goodbye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.